watching prohibition fall down. All right, Grove Talk. On a Monday, on a Monday, oh. mixing it up a little bit. Usually waking and baking on Mondays, right? Yes, sir. Well, I can't tell you I didn't wake and bake this morning, sir. But I'm oh, talking yeah. about grow. Absolutely. I do have a fresh bowl right here. Uh, uh, yeah, today is Grow Talk, guys. We're going to get into Grow Talk. We've got a little bit, actually, really interesting post on grafting. Like, we're potentially trying to keep a mom with multiple strains on it. Yes. As well that as. is really has, cool. Go ahead. Uh, that's just done. It's really cool. I can't wait to see that come to cannabis. It is. It's here. It's here. Uh, mice. Pest control with mice in the grow room right on time. Actually, I have some mice I'm dealing with. Did you say cruelty-free uh, pest control or just pest control? Because there's yes. more than one way to kill a mouse. <laughs> some droopy leaves in the grow, enzymes and amended cocoa, as well as iron deficiency and no-till for you growers out there. That's what's a coming right now. I'm going to tell you membership DGC, dudegrows.com. Click on support us if you're not already being helping us be a listener supported show for the great content, especially if we've been able to help you with the grow or answer problem or if you've been over in the community on dudegrows.com, the grower questions. There's so many good people helping growers out over there. Absolutely. Great, great resource. And uh, yeah, we have a good moderator over there. Moderator or moderators? Do we have moderators? Oh, you know what? Jay Maestro is is king chief moderator over there, and he keeps the vibe going positive. That's that's not a joke, dude. I've talked I've talked to a lot of people and seen a lot of sites where a couple haters can come in or a couple trolls, and they can really ruin the vibe. So Maestro's got that under control, and thank you for that, brother. Yes, Maestro's part of the team, and that's what memberships bringing you guys, man. Getting this done so we can get everything taken care of around here, get some upgraded studio equipment. I I'm setting up a new studio soon at my new spot, so we will be a little, might be a little missing me for a couple days here soon, but uh, membership, man, really helps out, guys. We don't want to be fully advertised. We don't want to worry about talking about this or talking about that all the time or trying to say, you know, what, what people are putting in our mouths. So listener supported is the model I'm trying to go with. It's just like public radio, if you like NPR or Colorado <laughs> Public Radio. I mean, that's why I listen to that shit sometimes. It's not, you know, really pushed by too much, it seems, too much other outside influence. Are you sure? I don't know. I, I feel good when I listen. I mean, it's better than like MSNBC sure or Fox News or any of that other shit. Yeah, at least they hide who's paying for it on NPR, right? <laughs> so membership has its bonuses, benefits. We're giving away 5 by 5 Gorilla Tent to a raffle to the members this month. Next month, we're giving away a Spectrum King 400 on June 15th. Right. As well as 30% off recharge, free seeds from Seeds Here Now. More deals coming. Getting more grow gear in the DGC outlet. Some radical bags yeah. coming soon. You'll get 30% off those on the five gals is what I'm going to get. Uh, and, yeah, keep working at it. Can benefit you guys for helping us out and being able to hang out and, and chat with Scotty and have a good time with the DGC. Absolutely. Hey, I've been keeping working at it. Me and your buddy Paul. Dude introduced me to his his uh, his buddy with the, what would you call that, the laser printer? No, that sounds very 80s. I think he's got a few different, few different he, machines. He wants to be the merch guy. And I'll be damned. He made these cool shirts for us. He made these cool mugs. And as we're getting them made, we're throwing them in the uh, in the DGC outlet. But I tell you what I'm most excited about. These took like months to make. Me and Jay Maestro made these. But the high-functioning stoner cards came in. And you can put Ooh. your weed in them. Watch this. Watch this. Ready? More concentration, though. You squish your weed a little bit. I guess if you're, like, taking weed to a concert or something, you, oh, get, you get a... Oh, come on. You're in there with this. Check it out. <laughs> Boom. Boom. I mean, there's, like, a couple grams. There's a couple grams in there, man. Like Love it me. never happened. 
the DGC high functioning stoner card in the DGC outlet. Yes, I keep them right next to my license. That's on the link on the homepage, dudegrows.com. You members, that's where your membership link is to log in and click on member deals. Or if you're not in the gang, you can go over there and click support us, $10 a month, cancel anytime. Yeah, I was thinking uh, Warehouse Kyle had to remind me when we were putting all these things in there that members get 30% off. So you do get hooked up. Hell yeah. On top of that, coming up, the 710 Concentration Celebration. Yeah, that's shaping up, y'all. Verified uh, pure pressure is coming. They're going to be bringing one of their nicest presses and uh, just squeezing your flour. I'm going to squeeze your flour. Wow, that sounds weird. Make sure you guys bring some flour to squeeze. There's going to be a concentration competition going on. You guys can be a competitor. You can be a judge. Or you can just come to party. Yes. Uh, If you want to get tickets and info, DGC Cup at gmail and as soon as the tickets are available which is a that has been worked on as we speak you will get the email with all the other details for coming and hanging out that evening on july 13th yeah you know it's been a couple weeks since we decided we were going to do that and it is really shaping up i gotta thank the girls at cultivated synergy miss mia jane the looper all these people are really uh it's it's shaping up man hell yeah all right uh let's move let's see who's growing some dank here enough business for a moment yes this is Sweet Tree F3 by Herb Daily. You know what? I was listening to some podcasts, and they were talking about how in England they say the H, Herb. So your pronunciation is very European, sir. I don't think I got any English in me, do I? No say. You're very More European. German-Canadian. All right, Sweet Tree F3. I already says this, and this is, dude, good-looking nug here. This is abnormal Sweet Tree, which is Sweet Tooth crossed with hash plant. Wow, hash plant those being are pretty classics. Sweet Toots is a classic, too. I remember being excited about that one in a catalog in, like, 2000, you know? <laughs> Dude, good-looking flower. Guys, these are over on the Dank Nugs on DudeGrills.com, pulling these off here. Appreciate it. I'd like to look at some Dank on so Yeah, well, Scotty hit some Dank there. Yeah. And in-house genetics is the next one. This is in-house genetics pheno hunt. 16 in parentheses, posted by Prized Fino. Okay, holy shit. Come on. It was grown organically under 1,000, I think, wait. 1,904 watts of 4K LED. 1,904 watts. Homie knows his math, man. Samsung strip fixtures from True Northern Lighting. All right, dude, your nugs look good. Holy shit, those look good, man. Look at his second picture with all, all the trichomes. That's where I call it the trichome forest. Now, was the design of those, like, one, is it, is there anything in trichomes that they're designed by nature to be, to keep pests away or attract them or stick them? Or, like, I'm picturing if you're certain size pests, it's probably really hard to walk through there, or or is it just to collect the pollen? I think they're also to attract. Think of it, it's, uh, you know, radiate smell. You're trying to attract. It's it's to deter deter pests, and the, the resin's really there to protect the seed if a seed had been pollinated there. Um, so, I, so so, it's it's protecting itself at the same time it's protecting itself. Okay, so it's the opposite. I know that smells do something, so instead of attracting, they're repelling. This, so and, and well, well, but some, it's going to, there's stuff that's going to repel some things and then attract pollinators. Yeah, because in the most part, you know, that sweet smell of a honeysuckle or of you know, an apple blossom is to attract the, the bugs to come pollinate. Gotcha. I dig. I figured it had some purpose other than just to smoke it. So absolutely, it'd be a lot cooler. It would be way cooler of a mother nature, right? We just put this here to get you. All 
All right, let's get into Grow Talk here. Come over and do grows.com under grower questions. This is posted by Akana Cairo. I was just actually hanging out with Canon Cairo the other day and witnessed this uh, grafting he's doing. I'm like, dude, you got to get that on grower questions, man. Come on. So here we are. It was high DGC, decided to give a grafting a try a few weeks ago. My first grow included two sweet amnesia and two Cinderella. Um, Cinderella. And so those are feminized Cinderella's? Yeah. Yes. I cloned each of the plants shortly before flipping these to flower since they have been experimenting with different topping training techniques on the clones. Mm -hmm. Basically just having fun with them. So keep in mind, that was his first grow. He goes, after sampling the flower from each of the plants, I knew that I had to keep one of each of the Cinderella and Sweet Amnesia. Too good to let go, at least for now. The problem is my room is starting to fill up, so I'd like to try and reduce the number of plants I'm keeping. I decided the solution was to try grafting. So grafting is when you're just taking a part of one plant mm -hmm. and you're putting it on, I guess we'd say the roots, not the, I mean, the rootstock, is that a technical term? That's what term? they I mean, call it, man. You, what, you put a scion on the rootstock? I know, I know the, cause what they'll do, I know this from Florida. In Florida, they'll have these oranges that are really tender. So what they'll do is they'll take a sour lemon rootstock, which is like the hardiest of all the citrus. They'll grow that up in a three gal and then they'll cut it and then they'll graft this, you know, Mineola tangelo or some super sensitive orange on there. So when the ground freezes or when it gets really cold, uh, the, the roots don't die, you know, so we're able to just spray some water on there, protect it, but they're able to kind of grow a different plant with different roots. You can put her head on her body. Yeah, so this is what he goes, the Cindy was chosen as the rootstock after I harvested. I checked out the roots and the roots on this Cindy were twice as dense as the other plants. I did the same process as taking a clone on the Keeper Sweet Amnesia. So the Cindy he's found is, it's just like a, a, a like a mom plant at this point and in vegetative state. So he took a cut of the Sweet Amnesia with a nice sharp blade, nice long cuts for lots of surface area and placed it in some water for a while and made an opposing cut on the similar size branch of the Cindy, which he's gonna be a grafting to. So what he's talking about is just making two 45 degree angle cuts so you can it, put them together. It, except for the best thing for a graft isn't, this, isn't two 45 right, degree right. angles. It's a V. It's, it's a V and then an inverse V. I didn't and go to horticulture school. And you get that, What I seen those on Amazon, you get a grafting tool on Amazon that cuts a perfect notch for you. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm talking about? Yep. Like 12 bucks. So if you're going to do this, give that a try. All right. So he was quickly removing the branch from the sweet amnesia from the water and placing it tightly against the Cindy branch. It was wrapped in Teflon tape. Love it. About six times around. Then I reinforced That's not the graft. Bad. That is not a bad technique, by the way. Just throwing some Teflon tape on there. They have grafting tape that is basically Teflon tape. I think it is Teflon tape. Yeah. It's <laughs> just a little more. Because I then reinforced the graft site with a twist tie, Yep. Um, gave it a good spray of some water and placed a Ziploc bag around the entire site. You can see here in the first picture. He's so basically here's cloning, but instead of trying to clone into, into some, uh, uh, you know, a media, he's trying to clone into another plant, which is pretty cool. Yeah, this is every day for maintenance. I removed the bag, sprayed the site down with water as well as inside the bag and then put it back on. Two weeks later, I started to see some new growth. So I removed the bag, the tape, and the twist tie. Seemed to work well. And he goes, another couple weeks, I have some nice growth and pick four. So from now on, if you keep this branch marked, you're always going to get the, the Cindy. Or no, the sweet, the sweet amnesia. Yes. And there's not going to be any mixing or anything like that. You are going to get that bud. That is cool, man. So you could do, what's the limit? The limit, he there says he was none. looking around. He's like, dude, some guy on Instagram says he's got 80 genetics on this model. Yes, like, you can have, what? 
You can have a, uh, in Florida, they're called fruit cocktail trees where they'll have every, you know, like 12 different kinds of citrus grafted onto a tree. And Guru, you were saying you've seen it where they graft them so you can go around and harvest, go around the tree and That's harvest. That's with like stone fruit with like apples and pears. Wow. I've, I've seen uh, trees from orchards and think of Vermont. Right. Uh, where they'll have like 30 different varieties of apples and pears, but they're also arranged in order in order of, uh, of when they ripen. Right. Like earliest to latest going around in a circle around the tree. You could do really that cool. with you could do that with cannabis. Could you imagine going from your uh, 6 or 7 week, you know, uh, harvest to your 11 or 12 week tie? That'd be freaking awesome. On some so saying, football. Yeah, we, 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 you could take this plant into bloom, right? And have a little bit of sweet amnesia and Oh yeah. You know, you'd have Definitely. 100%. That's what it's for. So I mean, I guess you could keep But this nobody's as a doing this in commercial cannabis or anything. It just doesn't make sense to try and have well, in, commer- in commercial cannabis, they're not really dealing with any limits on their plant counts. Or yeah. if they are, they're huge numbers that they're not really limited by their plant counts. Sure. And the main reason to do this uh, on a commercial level, the only reason would be if you have a really low plant count. But yeah, they, they I can see it. Keep the moms, space. Man. Think about if you didn't have a ton of space. If you had a four by four and you put this thing in a four by four or a five by five, you could really just put it on one of them lazy Susan turntables. You could just go and pick it. <laughs> <a> di- <laughs> ah, that sounds good to me. I like that. But I you like were, that. You were asking why it's not done yet. It will be done. But this this is a, I'm ready. I'm going to use a good word here. A nascent industry. This this industry is brand new. It's a few years old. So people have to have these ideas. Go look and be inspired by the citrus industry or whatever. But you'll see this definitely. All right, good work there. Keep us in the loop, Kanakaro. Let's see how many strains you can get on one plant. That's All right, this cool. is mice nine one one. What the fuck? All right, by Cryptotite. Uh, Cryptonite. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Pretty sure a mouse or or mice have gotten into my grow area oh, and they're slowly. That's not cool. Not so you see slowly. That? What's that? You see what damage this thing did? Yeah. Holy shit. <laughs> slowly, but not so slowly, eating my plants. First, it started with the youngest plants, finding them dying with wilted stems with no explanation. At first, I thought mouse, and then I thought an actual plant tissue causing plant stems to weaken and break up. The tissue has spread. Now I'm even seeing evidence of the rock wool being dug up, which is a telltale sign. I now have a heaping, and you'll see my shit usually if there's mice. I have a heaping graveyard of plants. And I'm sorry, animal lovers, press mute now, because Mickey must die. <laughs> I need tips on how to eliminate Mickey and protect what I have left in the process. Help, help, help. Yeah, if Mickey wanted us to stay on his side, he shouldn't have arrested that chick for CBD last week. All right? Zon. Yes, I agree with that. I mean, there's a lot of ways to deal with mice. Can I say real quick what came to mind is a cat. Can you throw a cat in there? Is that crazy? I get CO2 too then. Uh, the cat would work. Right. But then you also have to deal with hair on your weed. Oh, you're right. Which is no, the cool. cat might start eating it as well. I speak no. this from experience. I have a Siberian Husky. And even <laughs> yes. if she doesn't go in my grow room, yeah. that ha- hair just gets mm. into bud. Well, right. and the worst enough. thing ever is grinding up a bud and then looking at your grinder and there's just like bud attached to hair. stuff. Takes away the so how about JB13's recommending just a little home fix here? He goes, you can use a two or five gallon bucket, run some wires such as a coat hanger through the top, and in the middle have a beer can. So basically the wire runs through the center of the bucket through the beer can, puts a peanut butter on the can, the mice go out, the thing rotates, and they fall into the bucket. Simple enough. I've never and heard of that one of The bucket's filled with water. Too. Huh. 
But wait a minute. I mean, do we have to do the water? They can't get out of the bucket. Can they? They could probably eat through the bucket eventually. Huh. No. I think you're good. Yeah, I like it. I like it. I, would you put the water in there, though? No. Come on. I just Dude, I Googled this, and there's a guy. He's got an image of, and it says 11 mice drowned in one night because he's got the water in the bottom of his bucket. And I'm like, man, I would that would that would mess with me. That would ruin my day. You know maybe. what? Be- I was when I was on my whole spiritual thing. I was like, I don't know. Is it okay to kill? Every animal has a purpose, you know. Is it okay to kill? And I was hanging out with somebody who just visited like India, and he was like, those disease causing vermin, get rid of them. And I was like, oh, jeez, <laughs> you know, perspective change. I'm definitely not a fan though of uh, doing something that's going to kill the mice, the mouse later. Uh, right, just you do never, I don't like you, poison. You, well, well, yeah, or, well, don't like poison. Don't like. I'd rather uh, just put using the trap like, out that snaps their neck. Yeah, stuff in the mm-hmm. hole with like steel wool or something like that. It's like an old wives thing. And that's mean. Yeah, because they eat it and then they start <laughs> bleeding and die from the inside. But you don't want to do something that that old mouse wives is, figured that out. That yeah, makes sense. You don't want to do something that the mouse is gonna leave somewhere and die. Right, then you're just gonna end up with a dead mouse smell. And your that wall you won't be able to find in your wall or something. So I really like I've, either the ones that snap their necks or sticky traps. Oh, those are mean the, the too, sticky though. Sticky trap. Those How are do mean. you deal with that? You go, you come and you find a live, a live mouse that can't move. Could you imagine being stuck in a sticky trap? That's your guy. Yeah, I couldn't live with and, that and one. And you can't, either. you can't step on it because then you'll get stuck oh. in a sticky trap. Oh, I don't want to mess my shoes up. Come on. Then again, all these problems come from. I get it. Like it depends on how bad a pest is. Like, like your Indian friend or whatever. Like, if you've gotten disease from rodents, or if they're eating into your food supply, yep. or if they're bothering you enough, you get over this shit. We're talking about real quick. So Dude, I have mice you right now. The minute I start finding mouse poop anywhere. I go on like a, a little, <laughs> okay. geni- little, little genocide. Yeah. Right. So, what do you recommend first? Can you I, have a little genocide, by the way? Of mice, <laughs> I think because they're little. All so right. it's a little genocide. Let's do it. So we'll leave this. I need one recommendation. I do currently have mice, and I'm finding the mouse poop under my kitchen sink very bothersome to mm-hmm. me. It makes me angry. Um, but my thing is like, dude, they're just passing. I don't know what they're eating because I have everything freaking tidy. So should I or should I? I'm like, just fuck, we'll fuck with their access. And I was just going to put some of that builder spray foam. And, you know, there's a couple holes here and there. Sure. But we think they'll go right through that guru. They eat it and die. It depends what's they, on the other side. They eat it and die or they won't go through it. All right, we'll try it, it, in my try experience, spray and spray foam stops them in their tracks. For the most I'll part. get to the killing, but if I can eliminate the access and solve the problem that way, see, we'll I see. I treat it like a like an IPM strategy where you knock down the population <laughs> and then then have the cultural controls. You just say spray foam stops them in their tracks. Yeah, I bet it does, man. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Me. Somehow, somehow this is going to lead into a good shout out to Optic Foliar. I was just talking with the niche. He's going to actually take me out. He's like, dude, you haven't eaten good Indian food up here yet? Come on, man. Talking about so IPM been- for your plant or for your for your pests like mice. Then we also have IPM for your plants. Yeah. Oh, look at you with the segue. Yeah. Just call Google well, when you need one. Yes. Speaking of, I guess, I, IPM, I always think of insects, but I just use the ATAC because yeah. I have gotten, uh, I don't know what I call it. It's not, it's, it's, this is on a couple different house plants. Uh, I haven't encountered this type of fungus. There's so many different molds and funguses in this environment up here in BC, but it has a little bit slight copper and just very slight sulfur in there. To me, like I used it every three days up to three days before harvest at one point to take care of PM. I couldn't beat it. You can't beat PM at that point, but I could keep it off the flowers. Right. And that was my goal. Uh, so no, good 
Good point on that. And from Dinesh wanted to mention, this will be a statement from him picturing him standing strong, pushing at the trade shows as he works his ass off. Because <laughs> make your garden more efficient. You're spending money on lighting and nutrition. Get more value and results. With overgrow, you're going to get more photosynthesis, nutrient uptake, and most importantly, it's the only product that you can use. And I agree because I have, and you get hard at this point. When you're far into bloom, it won't damage your buds, hairs, or leaves, or trichomes. I checked it, I used it, I scoped it, and I'm speaking of using that ATAC later in the veg with Transport, and check out Transport if nothing else. That's one product that it can apply with your regimen, whatever you're spraying, to spray with the lights on and get it into, because I love saying, the mesophilic uh -huh. layer. Mesophilic layer. Yeah, yeah, you've gotta be careful when you do foliar, if you just try to foliar just your, your reservoir nutrient, yeah, it's very a nutrient the plant can use, it can absorb it but it just wants to roll off the leaf. You gotta get it to stay on that leaf so it can be absorbed. So that's what Optic Foliar has figured out. OG supporter of the DGC, he just sent out 200 units of overgrow to DGC. So thanks, Dinesh. Thank you, right. he's been an OG supporter. He was one of the first. 200 units. <laughs> okay, droopy leaves and soil. First soil grow by Kunani. Kunania? What do you got, Scotty? Kunani. All right. Hey, dude, Scotty grew. I'm in my second grow and have been listening to the podcast religiously since the project started. Ooh, this, wow. Was this a project? I think it's a project. Yeah, it's a big, long, <laughs> fun project, man. Glad you're digging, man. Okay, he goes, medical and recreational user in Prohibition land down under, which I believe officially means Australia. There's All no other right. down under. Say hello to Albie OG Mangles for us. If you can get me in a boxing match with a kangaroo and it's not considered animal cruelty and we both have fun, I'm coming. <laughs> All right, my first grow was a tiny hydro tent. Now I have a two by four by seven tent. He's got a uh, three, uh, it says double-ended 315. Is that right? Other double-ended 315s? But I'm already seeing clues here because he says his first grow was hydro. Mm, yeah, now he's going uh, right into soil, which is definitely you mm -hmm. know a bit of a learning curve. Yeah. Either way you go on that. Um, he goes, I want to keep my medicine natural, healthy from now on. And he's got the he's got a problem here. If you're looking at the pics, these leaves all look pretty droopy. The color in his foliage doesn't look horrible, but it's not green enough. He said they've been droopy for two weeks. Right. Um, they're still green, but pointing down. Looks like his environmental parameters are all in check. Um, and he says, uh, humidity unknown, but not bone dry. And I've tried watering more and more often, which is a clue. We're like, oh shit, he's overwatering. Yeah. But he goes, I've tried watering less and drying out for a few days, but no response from the leaves. Huh. Nah, I plants. thought that was the classic overwatering. That's what overwatering looks like. And especially where he says uh, for, uh, <coughs> uh, that he's stopping the plants. Sometimes when you top a plant, especially if it's getting overwatered already, you can stress it more and slow its metabolism down and then it gets watered again and it's not using any water and was already overwatered. And this is just like, if you, the picture is classic overwatering. Oh, he has it down here in the comments. He comes back in and says, I checked the bottom of the pots, significantly wetter than the top. The finger check was chicken me. He's saying when you stick your finger in your soil, a little, right. you gotta get used to water weight too at this. So you can easily lift these plants. They're not big plants. Um, he goes, I also put a circulation fan down low to get some air movement over the bottoms. Very good idea. Um, he goes, recharge is not available in Australia because somebody's working recharge, but I'll try some other bennies. 
when I can water again. I was going to up pot them this weekend, but I might wait an extra week to let them rest a bit. So it thinks he's, yeah. A soil so, micro package would be huge there because it would, when you get those microbes, they actually take the surface area. You can get, you can put enough of them where they can colonize and they uh, colonize on the roots and push the pythium or, or whatever's in there, push it out. I do know that we had someone that was able to get recharge in New Zealand through Amazon UK. Wait, wait, wait. There's a New Zealand? There is a New Zealand, oh, but I, I, I know someone was able to do that. I don't know if that would work for Australia. Might be working. New Zealand's going to wreck, bro. That's awesome. But Amazon EU and Amazon.UK, they all have it now. Guru's been doing his job over here. Yeah. What about the Canadians, folks? What about the Canadians? <laughs> but that get, is, get that's some, not my fault. <laughs> yeah, get some soil microbes on there because I think you could probably, it would help a lot. Uh, that's why I like to use Make some up. if you can't buy them. Yeah, too, earthworm too. castings. If you find a really good castings, you can try to use that, make a tea with it to try to get it way down into those bottom roots. But you just want to try to inoculate that with some good bacteria uh, in, instead of letting these bad ones take a hold. Who the hell, uh, speaking of that, Recharge, who's slinging it? Where can we get Recharge these days? Guru, help a brother out. Who we got? Full Circle Garden Supply in Sanburnville, New Hampshire. You know, I will say that uh, New England's really blowing up. I think we're going to we're gonna talk to a breeder in a couple weeks or this week. New England's gotten super friendly to cannabis and started to started uh, down their journey of embracing our wonderful plant. So, <laughs> I mean, you know what? I've been to, traveled through through New England, traveled through New Hampshire and Vermont, and I smoked a lot of weed with a lot of people. You know, you get out of you know Boston and you're in with a lot of I almost want to say rednecks. I don't think they give me rednecks because the sun don't shine enough. But there's some kind of folk that don't get out all that much, and they're cool as fuck. I enjoyed it. Shout Seems out to like when you're New really Hampshire. close out in the nature areas or the Smokies over there. Yeah. I don't know. That's like me seeing, you know, Mount Baker, Washington. I think like 90% of the population smokes weed there. I mean, they're in the middle of a beautiful area. It seems yep. like that's an influence in some, in some of the, the demographics. Think about it. If you can just grow your own weed, they probably, they were making their own liquor out there. And uh, you've got all this beauty to hang out in. You don't even need a club to go hang out at. You know, you could probably just go to a... You know, a beautiful spot, a waterfall or something. So, yeah. Is that officially what that John Denver song is about? Isn't it Rocky Mountain High? Um, I don't know, man. I don't know. We don't want to put our foot in our mouths. We are being recorded. (laughs) All right, enzymes. Take it back to grow. Enzymes by TC4 Birdie. Yes. Hey, guys. Love your show. Very informative for a new grower. Thank you. Right. Appreciate all you're doing. Keep up the great work. I'm on my second grow and I'm reusing my cocoa. I've gotten most of the old roots out of the soil and have amended it with chicken compost. I'm right, growing. I was just going to say, uh, Rasta Jeff, iReGenetics came up and he ta- taught me a little bit about reusing cocoa. I used to just do it and not give a fuck, you know, just just throw it back in, in the pot after taking the roots out. But it does start compressing. So I think you want to try to lighten it up if you're going to use it a second time. He was saying he does like a third perlite in it and just... Just some two cents there as we're talking, especially if you're going to put compost in it because that's going to heavy it up. Yeah, definitely. Well, it depends on chicken compost. Can be, it depends on what form it is. Uh, but I'm growing autos and the girls are two weeks old. I want to start adding an enzyme to help break down the roots that were left behind. Sure. I'm going to give the girls our first good watering with a light feeding of CalMag and Recharge. And was wondering whether there be any adverse effect to recharge by adding the enzyme with Minute Mix. So putting an enzyme, since it's whatever else, a canazyme. Canazyme is sure. a good enzyme. 
uh, from Canna. So mixing that, there should be no issues mixing that in with Recharge. And I don't want to be a buzzkill, but you know what makes enzymes? And I'll quiz Guru. Guru, what makes yeah. enzymes, man? Uh, enzymes are microbes, are little Ooh. enzyme factories. Yep. Uh, like uh, in huge numbers. It's like how what they're doing and creating so that they're able to solubilize nutrition and help deliver it to the plant is they make a ton of enzymes that are then still there and able to be used by the plant too. And enzymes really, they're super important for a plant's metabolism when they're present because they're going to lower the amount of energy it takes the plant has to has to output to do any of its biological processes. Yeah, it's almost like softening it up, you know, so it can, get, so it can break it apart easy. Yeah, but this is strictly my whatever. I'm a, more than a guess. I mean, I, I'm, I'm biased. I used a product called Hygrozyme for a long time. Uh-huh. Scotty, you used to use that. Sure. Then I used Canazyme. I used BioCozyme from Grow More. Yep. I look at it as, depending on what's in your mix, especially if I'm putting in compost, you're reusing stuff as well, so you do have some root material in there. Sure. That an enzyme on a the short period we have to grow these plants with a two-month flowering, maybe two-month veg, that I'm going to get better performance enhancing the rhizosphere with a liquid enzyme in addition to what the microbes are doing. I would you know what love I mean? to see. So, you dig? I mean, I used to throw. Are you getting duplicitous? Because there was so much upside to it, you know, because if you did it right, you were going to get $4,000 a pound, allegedly, back back days, <laughs> that you would be like, I'll throw an extra $50 worth of, worth of enzyme at it. Now that, uh, you know, I'm doing it just for fun and doing it really to learn, I would love to see an A-B test to see if using just a lot of bacteria would kind of suck. I'll do it. Yeah. I'll do it. I'll run. I got him about to plant some autos. I love to say it. I'm about to plant some autos for my patio balcony off of my bedroom. It's going to be nice. I think we're going to have an NDD on that one. No discernible difference. You think so? Oh, really? Yeah. I I think that you're pretty much at saturation with uh, enzymes from uh, having active microbes in your rhizosphere. Okay. Um, That using the enzyme, you have to think, the enzymes that are in whatever enzyme your product you're using are generally made by microbes. And then stabilize, pH stabilized, right. and some other stuff thrown in there, like preservatives and stuff that in just a native rhizosphere with a really high microbial activity, uh, it's going to have that anyways. Yeah, but if I'm working out, why not take testosterone in addition to protein? Because it's not testosterone. What you're kidding. doing is you're just, just eating extra calories. I'm just, saying, I'm just I saying can't what do Dr. Collins told us. I can't do the test anyway because I'm popping seeds. You know, to do a proper test, I'd have to have yeah. some cuts, you know, yeah, so. That's true. Yeah, I hear you. Be careful. You don't want to waste your money, but anybody else out there that wants to chime in or do that test, I'm voting on the added enzyme in your system. And I, I do want to just pat you on the back, dude. This is why we're. I really appreciate you pushing member support. You, what, started that about a year ago, really pushing it hard? Because this would be the kind of shit that a lot of shows are scared to say. Oh, no, Hygrozyme is one of our sponsors. You know, I better <laughs> tell people to buy it. I'm only going to tell you to buy what I think is real. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah, and I'm not saying it ain't, but I'm saying that you know, we should do a, a side-by-side. And, and it's sure not what's real, not what ain't. There is a degree of spending more money than you need to. Yes. But some of the products, I don't think that's a, ba- a bad a bad thing. Like, you know, do I really need a product I like? I like this product, Massive, from Green Planet. Mm-hmm. Do I absolutely need it as a bloom enhancer? No. 
fucking like it. Oh. it. To me, it makes me feel good, Scotty. But hang but. on, that is something. That's a tri- It has tricantinol in it. You don't have tricantinol in anything else. That is like your testosterone. You know what I mean? You're adding another uh, growth regulator. What is it, growth hormone? What, what would you call that? Uh, it's a lot of things. It's a lot of things. I'd have to get the flower out, but mainly I'm after, yeah, the way they source the, uh, the tricantinol and all the other products in there. I'll bring it back around because this is a product I like. And I'll, on another Grow Talk, I'll make a note here. And we'll, I'll explain a little bit about it. Fair enough, so, sir. If you're not, if you're, if you want to be in my hashtag no spill club. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I mean, let's move. No spill works, brother. And it's easy and uh, it grows good buds. So right, I'm not morally opposed to it. All right. I'm going to do a little bit of. It's like electric and acoustic guitar. I know. Mammoth Microbes uh, is hanging out. This is also, I'm going to announce a couple of events going on. Not announced. They've already been announced. But uh, make sure you guys know, this weekend, Autoflower Cup is happening in Oregon. I wish I could make it, oh, man. That'd be cool. You could go to Camp Can of Smoke with you, is what they have. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, check it out, autoflowercup.com. It uh, looks like it's going to be a great, it's a great weekend. I think Mammoth Microbes will be there on Friday. If you are there, DGC, go say what's up to Mammoth Microbes. Yeah. And Gross says, hey, as well as, I'm surprised you aren't going to this one, Scotty. This one's called The Cons. And I don't and go to anything that's called The Cons, homie. SLS Hotel in South Beach. Have you heard of that? Can you have a cannabis culture and alternative modern culture? In South Beach? Yeah, it's come on. <laughs> Next. Come, what so this, could that be? Mammoth is going to this. This is I just was asking if you knew about this. This is they call it the cons because it's CamCon, Inked Con, and Cannabis Con. So CamCon is like models and shit and you know, South it works, right? Inked Con is a bunch <laughs> of tattoo artists there. So they say, hell, let's throw this with the cannabis con all in one conference. What do you think? This is look at me con. Yeah, it looks great. <laughs> like, are you looking at the picture? The, the, yes. the pictures here. It's a naked girl with green crosses over her boobs. Those are There's those a, are cannabis leaves. That's uh, no. I thought they're green cannabis crosses. It'd be cool if they were cannabis leaves. Scroll down. If Doesn't you guys matter. Watch the video show. Yeah. Guru, there's a, a guy standing in front of a beauty of CBD booth with his shirt off, all tatted, being interviewed by a chick in a bikini. <laughs> this is just like waste the launder coke money, bro. <laughs> Anyway, I don't know. I, I, would, I think it would be interesting. It wouldn't necessarily go. Mammoth Microbes is going to be hanging out there, though, on the cannabis side of things. Uh, I think there are going to be some speakers and whatnot going on. But if you're down in South Beach, if you're down in Miami, again, go to the cons. Check out It's hard to find the website. It's uh, the thecons.biz. Is where you can get more information, and I think that's in uh, it's May 28th to June 1st. <laughs> Scotty, this used to be so you, man. You'd be at this I was thing, never right? like that, man. Never like that. I would never, I don't even, I've been to South Beach a handful of times. That is not my, not my scene, brother. All right, I'm wrong. I did first <laughs> meet you at like a Grateful Dead cover band thing out on yeah, a pier or man, something. I ain't fancy, homeboy. I'll give you more street cred. <laughs> All right, this is ridiculous. Uh, shout out Mammoth Microbes, guys. On top of that, check them out. They got a fabulous microbe product, a very unique product, and a lot of knowledge. Search Colin Bell over on dudegrows.com. You'll find some good information. Absolutely. They've been real good supporters of the show. They get what we're doing, too. All right, this is iron deficiency in no-till. I believe it's pronounced iron. A-ron. <laughs> A-ron. Back. This is from backyard to basement. All right. 
Hey guys, wondering if this is an iron deficiency or some sort of nutrient lockout. Most of my research points towards iron deficiency. This is grow is a four by eight uh, smart pot, like one of those big beds. Right. My soil mix is a mix he started three years ago out of Pro Mix. Huh. Ocean forest compost and worm castings. He goes after the first year. I found no-till farming and began adding amendments and cover crops and much and mulch now consistently. Last uh, year's crop was great, amazing flavor, and really no issues. Beside a little bud rot can oh, happen outdoors. This year I decided to go big. He has three strains at six plants each. This is in parentheses. He goes, I'm medicinal in Cali, so it's still legal count. Nice. Just, you know, because he's going public here. Just, just to let you know, it's legal. <laughs> Um, so I'm kind of maxing the bed out, but I'm wondering what could be part of the problem. I know, or if that could be part of the problem. I know there are a ton of things that could use iron deficiency or overabundance, but boy, we'd love to hear what anybody has to say. Plus, I want to show off this can. If yeah. you check out the can, I'm man. impressed. It's beautiful. It's like, I mean, it's it's in the 90s. If I'm giving it from a 90 to 100, I don't but, see an iron deficiency here, though. But if he was so iron, just let's just review this because I don't know a ton about it. It's a micronutrient, meaning you just need a tiny bit of it, correct? Just a tiny bit, and it'll cause uh, like chlorosis of the leaves, so they'll start to yellow. Okay, and, it, and it's going to severely inhibit its ability to photosynthesize. If you have a serious nitrogen deficiency, um, the damage on these leaves does right. not look consistent. Um, with iron. Dude, if you have, what do you put it at? Well, I'm looking at a beautiful grow anywhere, especially big outdoor grow. Sure. I always allow like, okay, man, if I find like a couple effed up leaves, 5% or less, and I don't see a pattern happening or anything, I just figure, sure, there's an issue somewhere. Something might have happened. I see a the pattern roots. happening there. They're, they, they're not praying the way they should, though. I would start wondering what's going on. Um, yeah. So anyway, I just wanted to talk about with an iron deficiency or any one of those micronutrient deficiencies, as opposed to guessing which micronutrient it is, it's pretty easy just to add a complete micronutrient package. No? Yeah. Yeah. Even definitely. azomite, A to Z micronutrients. Micronutrient package and some microbes and you should be good to go. Or if you're growing the other style, just uh, the main reason people have a, a lockout or an issue is their pH is off because almost everybody's base nutrients should be covering um, the need for iron. I would believe most all base nutrients usually have a whatever well, micronutrient he, pack add on his base nutrients. He's in a completely living soil. Right. So he's yeah. Gonna yeah. Be, he's going to be getting iron from either like blood meal that's in there is going to have a lot of iron in it i'm trying to think of others azomite any of those glacial rock dust sure just stuff like that it's going to have iron available but this the sometimes on like the best gardens i've been to you can always find a couple of leaves that have some type of damage on it um and especially well, outdoors this could be any number of things causing this type of damage he had uh, – it's interesting how he goes on. He's on day 10 of flower. He goes, they were – they vegged for 35 days, and he says, I flipped them using the good old panda film over the PVC uh, right. PVC frame. Tight. Dude, you got to be – that's – I mean, I know there's automated systems <laughs> out there, but you got to be on point if you're doing this shit manually, like, because it'll get way too hot and cook it, like, if you partied the night before and slept in or some – you know what I mean? Like – I don't know if I want to be that guy. Scotty, you probably have to hire a guy to be that guy. Ah, I got guys that'll be that guy. <laughs> hey, you know what? <laughs> we got guys working here. So, yeah, they just show up at 4 a.m. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, yeah, it's all good, though, man. Work. I think you're beautiful. Seven. Beautiful canopy. This is his third run 
on that three, not third run, three years, he said he's had this mix going. So right. yeah, just make sure you're recharging. I'm I'm not a no-till expert by any means, but I believe adding more to top dressing amendments from time to time is an applicable thing to do in a no-till bed. Sure, and, lots uh, of microbes. Keep on fortifying it with microbes. I have seen some research, though, that if you intentionally late in flower, let a plant go iron deficient or lock out iron, okay, uh, it'll ripen faster. Because part of the plant's like natural, how it's evolved to deal with an iron deficiency mm-hmm. is to produce a, a excess ethylene gas, hmm. which is a ripening agent. Yeah, for you're it. right. So, but I mean, really, you, you'd never want to, it, it would work, but you wouldn't really want to drive your plant into iron deficiency just to get it to ripen a little faster. But it would have that action on it. So. Yeah, we've got one more thing here also. The door prize, yays. Oh, yeah. So the dude, dude's door that. prize, actually, we have the winner of the Honey Badger. What are we announcing that on the next show? Yeah, we'll announce that on the next show. We'll let them know first, you know. And so, then so going Just in case. For this next week is a Pulse environmental monitor. So if you guys don't know what that is, check out getpulse.co. Go to dudegrows.com and just search Pulse. You'll find some grower questions on it. And it's a great it's insurance for your grow room. I'm not going to talk you off here, but if you're a grower, you should have a monitor of your grow room for a multitude of reasons. It can help save your crop, again, for a multitude of reasons. So getpulse.co, dude's door prize this next week. Check it out. Excellent. Those are good prizes. Good job, dude. Yes, that's the plan, man. The more DGC we have out there, the more power we have, the more gear we can get, the more we can hook people up and have good times and shit, events. I don't know about too many events, though, man. going to be... You don't want to make it. You don't want to make it too much work, right? We've got to go to Michigan, though. I hear you down. Yeah, Michigan is just blowing up. We do have to go to Michigan. I got. Friends. I think if we went to Michigan, it would have to like one of the events just has to be just. It's just a party, guys. It's just a party. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> that takes the least amount of organization behind the scenes. <laughs> Come and party. Now, not really anything with cannabis to stay legal, guys, and to do this on the up and up because right. you don't want the five out showing up at your party. No way. Uh, it takes a little bit of work. All right. I said enough. Is that good? <laughs> oh, it's all good. Just, I couldn't imagine what that party's going to be like up in Michigan, man. Are we having the insane clown posse show up? No, no. We got to get a little bit on the loop, though. Uh, I've been talking with Moby Dill. had some ideas on it. And, I'm into uh, it. Yeah. Let us know, Michigan DGC. We got to try and find a cool spot, like inside of a racetrack or something. All right. I'm just kidding. I think that's where they do the cannabis cup. Can we go like inside one of those like Indian like casinos or something? I heard it's like fairly lawless in there. I just like nice spots, man. I don't like feeling compromised for wanting to smoke cannabis in public. You know, some of the can't, no, not, shout out, not everybody can be on the up and the up, but some clubs are better than others. Some are more grungy and not as good as others. And it's strictly because prohibition forces them to operate in that sure, manner sure. at times. But you, you dig. Absolutely. All right. Sir. You guys stay tuned. We are not going away. Scotty's going to be coming out. We got a couple more wake and bakes coming. And then I have to set up a new studio at a new location. So I'm going to be out of the loop for just a couple days, but not too long. Right. And uh, otherwise, dude, you take care. We have some shout outs here. Come on. Come on. How about eyes wide shut 710? And is this who I think it is? Hydro Farmer Tommy? What's up? I don't know. I know Hydro Farm. Tommy, but Whoa. maybe he's the same as Hydroformer Tommy, and if not, shout out to both of y'all. <laughs> <laughs> right on. Nug Monster 420 and Terp Fresco. Don't forget about Med Grow. What's up? And Zion's Chef. Direct Doobie. Mm. And G-Road. G-Road? Island? Island? Huh. Interesting. Grow Green 420. Yeah. Paul from Murray Glassworks. What up, Paul? All right. 
All right, I'm gonna go stay higher myself. You guys as well. Peace out. Mm. Take her easy, dude. Take her easy. Good hanging, brother. Some people love to blaze up the deck. Yeah, we get happy for noon. And when the boss says is to take a little break, that means we're lighting up a dude. It's just weed. It's just weed. I like to keep the boss on, on, on. It's just weed. It's just weed. In my toolbox, there's a bomb. Some people start their day off with a pill. It's what the doctor says to do. They shake their heads at natural medicine. Go ahead and try something new. It's just weed. It's just weed. I like to keep the good vibes on. It's just weed. It's just weed. I like to smoke it all day long. Smoking weed, I ain't done nothing wrong.